Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone had a blessed weekend and a magnificent Monday. Hagman's show was awesome on Friday. If you guys got to hear that yet, went over a lot of detailed stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's been, been a great time. And we're back at it again today, getting your orders out to you here at healthmasters.com. And uh, how are you doing today, Deb? Austin, I'm doing wonderful. In fact, this weekend I did a book review by from Elena Freeland. And it's a, it's a good book. Yeah, I recommend everybody buys it. It's called Under an Eye and Eye Sky. But after I finished reading the book, I was a little bit, how should I say, I was a little bit sympathetic on the people who read this book and who don't, who don't understand exactly what's going on and how there's hope and a future through Christ Jesus. So this is going to be that show today. I'm going to cover a lot of stuff from the book. I'm also going to talk about the blood of Christ again. I'm going to go into more detail with that. I'm going to talk about the unified field theory. I'm going to tie it all together with Elena Freeland's book. And if we have time, you know, we'll do a few other things. But the problem I've had over the years is this. When I do the shows with Hagman, I have three hours to do a show like this in which I can go into extreme detail on these different concepts. And I know a lot of you guys like that when I spend two or three hours talking about this kind of information because it's pretty much hidden. It's esoteric. Most people don't know about it. And it gives me a chance to really go into detail on Doug and Joe's show. Uh, the problem is here recently, because of the way we've been formatting the show, I really haven't had a chance to do this. I've talked more about health and nutrition, which is good, and I love that because it really helps you guys feel great and look great, but I'm missing out on a lot of the information that I want to give to my new listeners that I haven't had a chance to give to them yet. So I want to talk to you about physics today. I'm going to talk to you about the blood of Christ today. I'm going to talk to you about how Christianity works and the energy fields that we basically live inside of and how the universe works. And you think, well, that seems like a pretty big thing to do in a 20-minute broadcast or 20 minutes of the show today. It is. Uh, so I'm probably not going to get done with it. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the best I can to get through as much as I possibly can to really help to edify and uplift you guys because what I don't want to do is do this under an eye and eye sky review and then turn around and drop the, sh and drop the show and start doing regular news today because it doesn't leave you with a feel good. And as Christians, we realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us and that this is the day the Lord hath made. Now, all of you guys that are not Christians that are listening to the show right now, just stay with me for a few minutes. This is going to get really interesting to you. Now, a lot of you are going, well, I don't want to hear this. It's going to be all about that. We're going to talk about Jesus. That's okay. That's just, that's okay. We are, yes, we are. But we're also going to talk about unified field theory. We're going to talk about a multidimensional universe. And we're going to go into detail on all of this stuff and exactly how it interacts with us on the dimensional plane in which we live. So it's going to be one of those shows. But let me read you something very quickly. This is, this is a, awesome. I'm get, awesome. I'm getting a lot of feedback from you right now. This is from okay. John Hagelin. This is John Hagelin, and he's a particle physicist. And he says, here's a quote from him. He says, and what we've discovered at the core basis of the universe, the foundation of the universe, is a single unified field of intelligence. By the way, I'm adding that would be God. That would be Yahweh. A field that unites gravity with electromagnetism, light with radioactivity, with the nuclear force, so that all the forces of nature and, the all, and all the so-called particles of nature, the quarks, the leptons, the protons, the neutrons, are now understood to be one and the same field. They are all different ripples on a single ocean of existence that is the unified field. Now, remember, we're not talking about we're talking about scientists and how they describe eternity in the in the world we live in. And that field is a non-material field. It is ultimately a field of consciousness, and everything in the universe is nothing but that. 
plants, trees, people, animals are basically vibrations of energy. It creates the underlying suspending field. Now, it's also superstring field. This is John Hagelin. I wanted to start off with that quote because that's the secular world's looking at it. Now, what they're looking at is this. There's an energy field that we live in that they can't explain. They don't understand what it is. But the Bible tells us what it is. It says, through Christ, all of this stuff on this planet is held together. That's what the Word says. All of it is held together. And if we understand that, and we understand who and what we are through Christ Jesus, and who and what we are as Christians, it changes everything. I had a good friend of mine, Mike, who I'd gone to high school with many years ago. I mean, like 45, almost half a century ago. And he came over the other day, and I gave him just a few bits and pieces of what I'm going to talk about today. And he said, wow, Ted. And I looked at him, his arms, his hair was literally standing up on his arms. He had chill bumps on him because of the information that I was giving him. That's what I want you guys to get. Because a lot of you have never heard me talk about this. And so I want you guys to understand that the health and the nutrition aspect of what we do is something that's super important. But I also consider all of this other information I'm going to cover today as equally important because this deals with eternity. Now, I'm going to talk to you about the blood of Christ. Now, the reason I'm doing this is this. If we don't give you hope in a future and understanding what's going to happen to you when all of this material existence ends, then I'm being negligent. You know, somebody sent me an email this past weekend and said that I pretty much need to go ahead and become a full-time preacher, which, quite frankly, I really wouldn't mind doing that. I love talking about the Word of God. I love talking about Yeshua. And I love talking about Yahweh. The problem is that what you would run into is this. In the churches, so many people don't understand the basics, con the basic concepts of physics, and they don't want to be taught those. I mean, when I go to a church, I get pushback resistance when I talk about eating clean and unclean food. When I talk about pork being an unclean meat that you shouldn't eat, a lot of people get, oh, you can't put us back under the law. Guys, we're not under the law, we're under grace. But the natural things that I'm talking about, the natural laws of the universe don't change. Like the law of gravity doesn't change. All of these things are put into place to provide order for us while we're here in this field of energy that we live in. And we've talked about that many times before in that we have these, if you looked at each of us with an electron microscope, you see giant holes in our bodies. That's how x-rays pass through us because we are so wonderfully made, but we're knitted together through an energy field. And that's what we are through Christ is knitted together with him. Let me explain to you how that works. Now, I'm not trying to explain away miracles. I'm not going to do that. That's not what we're talking about. Because what I'm going to talk about right now is indeed a miracle. But, you know, blood is talked about throughout the entire Bible. It talks, it talks about blood in the Old Testament. It talks about blood in the New Testament. And even Elena Freeland talks about blood. I'm going to quote you in a few seconds on this book. And what we have to understand is this. We're going to talk about the blood of Christ today and why it was necessary to shed blood and how God and Jesus are basically the same as Adam was created in God's image and Jesus was created in God's image. An exact copy or a duplicate. This is what this this is why the evil one was determined to contaminate Adam. And he did so until the flood of Noah and afterward. Jesus was the second Adam. This is why the blood is so important, because basically it's God's blood. Jesus' blood through plasma physics carries the very same frequency of the creator of the universe, God Almighty. This is simple cellular biology. And since we know that God is omnipresent, which means he's everywhere all at once, there's no time for him. He exists back in the beginning when he created the earth and the heavens. He also exists in the end when the earth and the heavens basically disappear. He doesn't wear a wristwatch. He is the Alpha, the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. When his blood, the blood of Jesus, was spilled on the cross, his blood through its cellular communication 
through light photons, through scalar waves, through the double helix Tesla step-up transformer transmitter coil, using today's vernacular, broadcast a perfect cellular DNA throughout time space continually for all eternity to restore our DNA. This is why the book of Hebrews says that the spilling of Jesus' blood covers us for all eternity because he forever is doing that for us. Now, think through this for a second. His DNA from the spilled blood literally cries out through all dimensions of time space, rewriting our DNA to bring us back to God. When we accept Jesus Christ, our DNA is literally rewritten and restored by God Almighty himself. We become the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. When he looks at us, he doesn't see us anymore. He only sees Christ. Because that's the energy field from the Holy Spirit resonating through us. We've got to get a hold of that. It also says without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. And I, it, also, it used to always bother me, guys, when I would look at the Old Testament and all of this blood, 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 and all the sacrifices, all the blood. And then all of a sudden in the New Testament, it talks about the blood of Christ. And one day I was praying in the house. In fact, I had done it for many, many months. And I was asking, God, show me the reality of the blood. Show me how the life is in the blood. Show me how it all ties together in plasma, plasma physics in a unified field theory and how all of this ties together in the existence that we have on this earth that we call reality. Now you think, well, that sounds like a big thing to do. Well, he did it. He did it in a huge, just one big download while I was praying. i got to be careful trying to talk about this stuff because that might tear up on you. But I was praying with the... Um, I was praying my wife, my, my kids, and all of a sudden I had this like this torrent came out, and I wrote all of these notes that you're listening to me talk about right now. I came out and wrote them all because he finally explained to me from through the, through the Holy Spirit what it meant in order to be saved and what the blood of Christ does and why it was necessary for Jesus to die the way he did. Now, let me give you another example. If I take a pint of your blood and I send it to Australia... And if you're listening to me in Australia right now, if I send it back to the United States, so it's on the opposite side of the planet, and I keep it alive at the perfect temperature, this is according to several physicists now who've done this research, and I keep it alive at perfect temperature, and I have you watch a scary movie here in the United States, and you start releasing fear molecules, your blood in Australia will release those same fear molecules at the same time, exact same instance. Now, how does that work? This deals back with the unified, the unified field theory of physics. What happens is our body communicates intracellularly using light photons and also using energy fields. And it also releases longitudinal waves, which cross over and create scalar waves. And when they become scalar waves, they know no barrier of time space. Now, I know a lot of this information is going to be kind of weird to you guys, but you've got to stay with me for a second. I'm going to make a little bit of sense out of it. And what happens is our bodies exist as an antenna, as a multidimensional antenna to connect us to God. That's what we were designed for, to commune with God. He wants us part of him. As, as part of him because he wants us to be with him for all eternity when Lucifer came into the Garden of Eden he tried to destroy that and of course with the flood it changed it all and he got all of the Nephilim DNA back out of our DNA in Genesis chapter 6 that's why it's important to understand Genesis chapter 6 because if you don't understand the Nephilim if you don't understand the book of Enoch you're never going to get what happened in Genesis chapter 6 because it doesn't make any sense that's why after that happened and the earth was again repopulated by these Nephilim because they were there before and after the flood according to Genesis chapter 6 God had to come in and basically find another way to get us purified from all of this mess that Lucifer was doing he did that through the blood of Christ because he sent his own son to provide a sacrifice for us now let me continue on with my notes because these notes from a couple of years ago and I'm, I'm reading them so you guys are going to really really like these today now our DNA is literally rewritten and restored by God Almighty. We become the righteousness of God through Christ, 
through Christ's sacrifice and the spilling of his blood. This is why our sins are forgiven as far as the east is from the west. This is why God no longer remembers them because we are forgiven by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. This is how much God loves us, that when we accept Jesus Christ through faith, he literally rewrites our DNA. We are restored to him in his dimension, in his heavenly realm, and the bark of the beast will most, you know, so the mark of the beast cannot come upon us unless we willingly take it. Now, this mark of the beast that we talk about in the book of Revelation will most likely rewrite human DNA to that of the fallen one. This is what transhumanism is all about. That's why we cannot accept the mark of the beast no matter what. Remember, this war in the heavenlies has been going on for eons of time. But when Jesus died on the cross, he said, it is finished. Remember what the word says. The word said, had the God of this world known what he was doing when he crucified the Son of Glory, he never would have crucified Christ. Because he didn't understand what would happen from an interdimensional interface that would occur with us through the blood of Christ. Now, this is what's so beautiful about what Christianity is, that people simply understand this. Now, these fallen demonic entities are so angry that Jesus and God basically did this on the cross because they cannot turn off the DNA transmitter, which is Christ's blood, because they are not omnipresent. They can't go back in time to change this, so now they have our DNA being continually restored. I was listening to uh, Richie from Boston. I listen to some of his videos every once in a while. He's a Christian, and he was attacked by frequency weapons. And he said, was that real? That's very real. We can go into detail on that one day, too. Elena Freeland goes into detail on that in her book. And what was interesting about this, this is an energy field they put around you that can make you sick, that can make you depressed, that can make you happy. They can do anything they want. This is Tesla technology maintaining the same wavelength of that energy field from depression, broadcasting into your brain, and your brain develops a synchronistic, a synchronistic brain wave with it, causing you to become depressed. And Richie from Boston said the only thing that defeated that was prayer. That was it. Now, guys, this is why we have to stay prayed up. We have to put on the armor of God every day. We've got to cover ourselves in the blood of Christ. We have to understand who we are through Christ Jesus. We have to understand we need to station angels all around us. We need to basically, you know, you know, put on the full armor of God. So we've got to surround ourselves with a hedge of thorns. We've got to station angels around us. And people say, well, that sounds weird. Now, if you're not, if you're not a Christian, and you're listening to me right now. This is what the Word of God says to do to put on the full armor of God because God knows this is what's going on. And I've talked about this many times on the show. The only way they're going to get us back to Genesis chapter 6, what Jesus said, when it gets back to the way it was at the times of Noah, so shall it be when I return. That's when every thought of every man was evil all the time. There's no way to do that unless they put some type of unified field on the planet again, like they did in Genesis, which will create this energy field, which will make everybody evil all of the time. Well, there was a movie out a couple of years ago. I'm not going to promote it, but they were using a cell phone chip, and they actually run a frequency through the cell phone chip, and everyone would start fighting and killing each other. This is the ultimate long-term goal of the globalists, because what happens is they want to create a frequency sink into an alternative dimension, which allows them to control us through Lucifer, through the D-Wave computer, which we're going to talk about in depth in a few moments. Now, stay with me for a second. These fallen demonic creatures are so angry that Jesus and God died and did what they did, that Jesus died on the cross and spilled his blood, that they, that they cannot go back and turn off the transmitter. That's one of the things, by the way, they're trying to do with CERN. They're trying to establish a wormhole to go back into time and actually go back and try to undo what has happened. But they'll never do that because God will never allow that. They do this. They also control us through chemtrails, morgellons, fluoride, vaccines, cancer, nagalase, drugs, GMOs, anything to destroy God's children. Now, they're, right now, they're really attacking the immune system in full force. But if we're saved by the blood of the Lamb, 
even though our DNA is damaged, it is renewed continually through Christ and through the blood of Christ. DNA broadcast through all his Christ's DNA broadcast through all time and space by the blood of Yeshua. The fallen ones cannot stop the blood of Christ, the DNA DNA of Christ, from doing continual DNA repair for all eternity. That's why it says, by his stripes we were healed. If we understood that, by his stripes we were healed. Now, what it also means is that we can't continue to abuse the holy the temple of God, which is our body, and expect God to continually heal us over and over and over again. That's why it says, if you destroy God's temple, he will destroy you. And he says that if you look up the if you look at destroy there, it means a slow, gradual death. That's why he gave us again in the Old Testament, in the book of Deuteronomy, he told the Jews, he said, Hey, I'm sitting before you today, life and death. Now, basically, if you do what I'm telling you to do, you're going to be blessed. If you don't do what I'm telling you to do, you're going to be cursed. And so then he goes, then he, then it gives them the cliff notes on top of everything else. He goes, now choose life because this is going to be the best thing for you to do is to choose life. Because the fallen ones cannot stop the blood of Christ, the DNA of Christ, from doing continual DNA repair. No wonder that these demons and Lucifer are so angry and that no wonder that he runs about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour because he may not devour us because we are covered by the blood of the Lamb. Now, guys, it's so important that you understand what happens when we basically accept Jesus Christ. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior, God, through the Holy Spirit, puts us into a direct interface, an interdimensional interface with God and His dimension. Our DNA is restored. Our spirit is restored. Everything about what we were changes instantaneously because we have a new energy field that comes inside of us. And God's energy field through Christ continually renews us through the blood of the Lamb for all eternity is what the Word says. We no longer have to have another sacrifice. That's why it's so important to understand who we are as Christians. This is why it's so interesting to me. A lot of people think that the Jewish race is under a new dispensation. Dispensationalism is a teaching that's been out there now. And they say they no longer have to accept Jesus Christ in order to become saved. It's simply not true. It's not possible from a physics standpoint. And, and God didn't change the word and didn't change physics to allow somebody to reject Jesus Christ and call him a demon-possessed sorcerer like the, some of the books of the, the Talmud do and, and think that that's okay because this is his only son that he gave for us and it says that every now, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. This is why in the book of Isaiah, in chapter 15 or 16, it goes into detail about these guys, these world leaders that are in hell, and they're all hacked off because they're in hell down there in chains, whatever all those metaphors mean. I'm sure it's a bad place that nobody wants to go. And all of a sudden, Lucifer shows up in chains, and they say, hey, what are you doing down here, buddy? You're the one that was supposed to bring us out of here. Now, see... This is what's going to happen to these guys, and they know that. That's why Lucifer runs around as a roaring lion. Now, what's also interesting is the photon light energy is what we saw with Moses on the Mount of Transfiguration. Remember, God is light, and the angels also glow throughout the New Testament. Then, this, this is when we accept many, when we accept Jesus Christ, many times our physical appearance is literally transformed. Why does that happen? Because our photon energy has changed. It has increased because now we have been sanctified through the blood of the Lamb. Remember, in the universe right now, every proton knows what every other proton is doing at the exact same time. There is no distance variable in interdimensional quantum mechanics. In other words, when we have that blood here in the United States, it instantly starts releasing the same fear molecules in Australia. Why? Because of quantum mechanics, because of scalar waves. This is why Abel's blood cried out when he was killed, by Cain killed Abel. If you look up the word, it's T-S-A-A-G. If you look at the definition of that, it means to cry out the sound of thunder, a thunderbolt. 
And this is exactly what we're talking about right now. The blood of Christ cries out through all eternity. It says in Hebrews that Christ's blood cried out more than the blood of Abel because it's interdimensional. It's forever. It never stops because he's omnipresent. And if, if, if anybody can understand what that means, it, it changes everything. So when you become a Christian, it basically changes your entire life. It changes your entire perspective. It does everything. If, you, if, if people understood who and what they are as a Christian, when you become basically one with God through the Holy Spirit, and you become interdimensional with Him in His dimension. See, we live in the bottom three dimensions. Some people say God lives in the 13th dimension. Dimension. I don't know how many dimensions there are. He lives in the high, highest dimension. That's why He's called the Most High God. And when we connect through the Holy Spirit in His dimension, He shares with us some of His omnipotence, omnipresence, and omniscience. What does that mean? Well, he kind of lets you use the words of your mouth to create your own reality. Now, gosh, that's a lot to say, especially if i got my, my Baptist buddies listening to me right now. And so what that simply means is this. We're ensnared by the words of our mouth. The power in life and death is in the tongue. What we speak about, we bring about. We literally create a physical reality for our bodies in this universe, in this dimension that we're in, based upon the words that we speak. Now, what does that mean? Well, if all you're doing is talking death and unbelief and sickness and disease... Guess what you're going to get? All of that. If you're talking about the blessings and the good things of God, that's what you're going to get. You say, well, I tried that once. It didn't work. <laughs> the reason it didn't work, number one, is because you have spoken doubt and unbelief so many times in your life. And I'm talking to people who aren't saved right now. And you've continually done the things that you know you shouldn't have done. And you build this huge concrete barrier around you, which prevents the energy field of this planet from doing what it needs to do through the Holy Spirit. Now you say, well, that sounds kind of like ooh, ah, ooh, like hocus pocus. I didn't say it didn't sound like hocus pocus. I'm just talking about quantum mechanics now and how it interacts with Christianity. That's what we're talking about. So if you want to create a decent life, you have to think on the good things. This is one of the reasons that on this show today, I'm not going to enter, I'm not going to do the book review until just a second from now. Why? Because it leaves you in a state of like, oh my gosh, what do I do? <laughs> and I'm not starting to show off like that. It's a good book. I suggest you all read it. But it's also very technical. And I'm trying to make this as simple as I can. Now, what I'm going to do throughout this week, I'm going to continue to use different notes that I have and tie this entire week together as a teaching tool that we can basically, in the event that you know we want to go on vacation or whatever, I can play the entire week over again and make sure that you guys get some more teaching on the same subject again. So this, that's one of the reasons I'm also doing this. Now, remember, now let's talk about these the satanic forces right now that basically run this world. I mean, these are the Sabbatan, Francus, the Kabbalists, the Luciferians, the Druids, the synagogue of Satan. Pick what you want. It's, it's the same group of people. Okay. What we have to understand is this. Black magic at its core is really about demonic possession. Since the world is made of energy, we understand that now, the, the, these energy waves move and have frequencies. The satanic rituals are designed to entrain the energetic biofrequency of the participants. These are through light photons with that of the other dark entities so that there is a vibrational match. Once there's a frequency resonance or lock, an exchange can then take place of energy, intent, or information. Go from one being, place, or dimension, be transferred to another one. This is why they do what they do with their satanic sacrifices and all the torture they use because they want to make you have a frequency lock, an energy field lock, as above, so below is what the Satanists say. They want to turn everything upside down that God made be beautiful. They want to make it ugly. But in another alternate dimension, according to the research from interdimensional physics, part of us is also there interdimensionally. And what's wonderful about this is that we get to commune with God in that dimension through the Holy Spirit. But 
when these people do this stuff to people and they basically engage them in this human sacrifice and all the horrible things they do, you see it through the Old Testament with all the sacrifices of the children to Baal and to Moloch. You see it through the central part of the United States, through Central America, with all of the indigenous people that were here sacrificing all of their children until to the point where they basically wiped out their own population in some cases. We talked about that a few weeks ago. It's all about creating that energy field block in an alternative dimension. And I remember I heard Steve Quayle say this one time. He was so right about that. He goes, he goes, the entire Central and South America stuff about these these indigenous people doing sacrifice is what we came as Christians into this new world to change. And they say, well, we you came over as conquerors and all this other kind of stuff. Well, okay, the Spanish did a lot of that, and so did the ancient conquistadors and all these different things. I got all that. But the thing about it is, they also were able to stop most of these sacrifices that are going on. Even though just a few weeks ago in Cancun, they found multiple sacrificial victims in Cancun. And I've talked about when I was in Machu Picchu, they actually had a sacrificial stone. And again, that place kind of just disappeared too. Why? And now they're finding out that these people also killed their own children. And it's all about feeding these demonic entities in this next dimension, this inner dimension. See, that's what we have to understand. The Bible says very clearly, it's not about flesh and blood. It's about these different things that, you know, in the heavenlies. And that God's trying to explain that in a way that we as Christians in the early church could understand. It's an interdimensional battle that's going on for our very souls, for our very essence, for our, for our energy. And that's what these guys want from us. Now, I'm going to go ahead and start on this book now because I want to give you guys some really good information on this. And I highly recommend that you guys all buy this book because we want to talk about Project Cloverleaf. I want to go into detail on how they're controlling the weather. I'm going to do a real brief summary on this book. Elena Freeland is an excellent author. The book is called Under an Ionized Sky. Here's the first, our first, one of the first quotes in the book by Harold Sade. He goes, Controlling the weather has been the goal of the industrialists for over 150 years, but it wasn't until the availability of vast numbers of jet aircraft that made it possible to replace huge sections of the atmosphere with chemicals to control the flow of air and moisture. This is not advanced technology, more like farming the sky with a million tractors. True advanced technology would not require aerosols to reduce climate change. It's basically brute force climate manipulation for which secrecy cannot be maintained without threatening the potential whistleblower. Now that the public has increasingly realized that climate change cover-up, the media looks more and more foolish in their attempt to protect their masters, which again are these Rothschilds, these Luciferians who own the media and who own Hollywood with their atavistic hatred of Christianity. It goes on to say, the deeper one probes through Project Cloverleaf technology, the more obvious it becomes that cosmic processes are being manipulated and employed. For example, Eastland's last patent published in 2007 claims that the ionic sphere heaters can create artificial plasma regions in the atmosphere by means of cosmic particle ignition, sort of like hotspots utilizing ionization of cosmic rays. Now, this basically can change the weather or cause basically it to rain where it's not supposed to rain. Now, what's also interesting is once these non-soluble nanocrystals that are being sprayed on us and their electromagnetic properties fall to Earth, they are taken up by plants, by humans, and who then absorb them. The mammals, the humans, the plants, all of these nanocrystals damage the nervous system and weakens biophoton activity. Uh, a physicist out of Germany stresses that because the barium nanocrystals absorb biophotons, the nanoparticle plasma mix affects DNA light communication. This is the photons I talked about a minute ago, while serving as a matrix for synthetic biology and self-assembling nanomachines like Morgellons. Electro-optical nanocrystals can produce signals that interfere with DNA. 
Now, this is what they're doing with these piezoelectric crystals that they're spraying in us that attach themselves to our nervous system. It's so important that everybody gets that. Somewhere between Darwinian evolutionary dogma, good old boy peer reviews, and powerful sub-Rosa cult societies, a decision was made to eliminate ether from mainstream science and replace it with what's called vacuum, while scalar waves and the rest of Tesla's work and that of Maxwell and Whitaker were suppressed. The reason they didn't want Tesla's work to go out because it started telling people what was going on interdimensionally. And when Maxwell's field equations came, to, came, came out, they basically changed the field equations and they took some of the variables out to stop the quantum mechanics of having a different location in another dimension. Now that we understand how this works, they're putting this back in and they're using it through what's called scalar weaponry. Now a scalar weapon works the same way as your blood does, communicating back with your blood. You lay two radio waves on top of each other. Let's say, for instance, you have four satellites. Make it real simple. <coughs> and the two satellites, they all promote, they also release radio waves. You take two satellites, you lay them on top of it, lay the waves on top of each other, you create a longitudinal wave. These are called phased array satellites. Then you take those same longitudinal waves and you lay them on top of each other, you create a scalar wave. And what the scalar waves do, they pick up the energy fields from the planet and they can be used as weapons. They also transmit information instantaneously like your prayer does. When you create a scalar wave through prayer, God gave us that ability because remember, we're interdimensional interfaces with God. When we create a scalar wave through prayer with God, it goes throughout time space, literally changing physical reality around us based upon the words that we speak and what we believe. Now you think, well, that sounds like a lot. Well, no, it really is simple. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The power of life and death is in the tongue. I quoted those earlier. So God gave us that ability, remember, because he created us in his image. So people need to understand who and what we are as people that are creating God's image. Now, quite frankly, our DNA has been so corrupted by the evil one because he's continually trying to change it that most people have no idea what I'm talking about today, and they think that this whole thing is just Looney Tunes. Well, it's not really Looney Tunes. It's quantum mechanics, quantum mechanics tied together with... with, with um, with, a, with, with, with biblical teachings. Now, I'm, I'm going through this book and I'm trying to pull up some articles here because I, I, didn't, I didn't memorize this book. Now, here's another, it's another thing she says. In short, our, because of chemtrails, our atmosphere is no longer conducting natural charges, currents, or voltage. Instead, we are now breathing from a ramped-up amplifier, condenser, antenna, antenna built of conductive nanomaterials and ionized electrons, tiny and almost weightless for maximum long-lasting aloft metal nanoparticles offer multiplied surface area and attract moisture for generating storms. In other words, we're breathing this witch's brew while the nanoparticles basically, including smart dust, are breaching our blood-brain barrier and going into us and basically affecting us. The military intelligence complex gave us the green light to, to nanotechnology more than 20 years ago. Now, I'm going to jump, and I'm jumping bunches of pages here. Not only is this nanotechnology a stance against nature and it's unnatural, but the nanosciences operate outside the law of classical physics. Now, you got to stay with me for a second. These particles are so small that they go back into Maxwell stuff. Not only is nanotechnology's stance towards nature unnatural, but the nanosciences operate outside of the laws of classical physics in the uncharted realm of quantum mechanics. As theoretical physicist Ryan Feynman said, if you aren't deeply disturbed by quantum mechanics, you clearly haven't understood it. Like antimatter, antimatter nanobots may be from a parallel dimension that obey different laws of physics. This is what they're doing with the D-Wave computer, which we're going to talk about in just a second. They're tying us into a multidimensional interface to Lucifer, and they're basically tagging us with nanobots to make that assimilation more, more easy or easier. Now, think through this for a second. If you watch the old TV show Star Trek, 
and the Borg. The Borg were always these, this crazy group of this, this, the, basically these transhuman beings that were part machine, part human. They basically had to put these nanobots into you to change you. That's what they're doing. They're actually copying that. If, if, if that. if that makes any sense to you, they're trying to do that to the entire human species, which is what they've already done to us once. I'm telling you that right now, back in Genesis chapter 6. Now, back in Genesis chapter 6, they used the ley lines and the magnetic ley lines of the planet. When Earth moves through these, when, when water moves through these eddies, it creates these giant energy fields around the planet. If it, once water starts moving at 200 meters per second, it completely changes its physics and puts out a huge energy field. Those are called ley lines. And what they did in the old days to control the energy field around the planet, they built their pyramids and had their sacrificial networks, thousands of them, built all over the planet on the ley lines. God had enough of that. And that's why when he came, he opened the waters of the deep in the book of Genesis. It tells us this. And the earth was split and it came apart. We had continental drift and these ley lines all were turned off and all these pyramids were turned off. Now it's taken them thousands and thousands of years to put this thing back together again using this space fence, using these Gwen towers, using these cell phones and all of this other technology that they use. Now, let me go ahead and read you a little bit more. It says, a major hurdle for neuroscientists, geneticists, and Pentagon visionaries committed to achieving an enhanced transhumanistic humanity has been how to massively how to how to mount massive scale brain machine interfaces for a hive mind. Talking Borg again. The answer is to disseminate neural dust composed of complementary metal oxide semiconductor circuitry and sensors that lodge in the brain. Now, this is what they're doing to us right now through the nanoparticles. This is why I read to you about the blood of Christ first. This is why they're doing everything they can to destroy Christianity. Because once you get sanctified by the blood of the Lamb, this stuff doesn't matter to you anymore because your body is continually renewed. And you have the ability to stop this through prayer and through putting on the armor of God. And it's a continual renewing of your, of your DNA. They understand that. That's why everybody has open season on Christianity. Why? Because they don't want Christians to understand what and who we are through Christ Jesus. This self-assembling process is called telemorphosis and sounds disturbing like descriptions of Morgellon sufferers of the self-assembling fiber networks building grids throughout their bodies and at times erupting from their scalps, gums, and skin. Telemorphosis depends upon a Tesla coil force field for remote directives to carbon nanotubes to self-assemble and extend in long wires that can be magnetically reeled in and out. What they're doing is they're creating a internal machine within you. That's what they're doing. They're tying you together in an interface. Thus, we can begin to piece together why military intelligence has bent over backwards to deceive the public about nanotechnology and the chemtrails above. Wires, RFID implants are no longer necessary. Remote access can be obtained and maintained by creating an external magnetic field in which magnetic nanoparticles stimulate and respond to other magnetic fields outside of the inside of the body to create signaling networks that control ion channels, neurons, and behavior. In other words, they can control you mentally by doing this to you. The campaign, in other words, make everybody's thoughts evil all the time. The campaign to convince the public that controlling machines by thought alone is progress flies in the face of all of the shouting and verse that is all of it. The chemtrails are loaded with conducting medicals, metals and nanobots and smart dust. The nano GMO food additives, the cell phones, the towers, the internet of things is blasting us towards a transhumanist future in which tiny machines and their AI, gods, would be Lucifer, control our minds remotely. Now, we also go into detail in this book about chemtrails, how they're multiple different mixtures. It's actually they're looking to build 24 different types of chemtrail mixtures in order to completely control the plasma in the sky. 
But now I want to talk about D-Wave. She goes into D-Wave very, very good on page 188. It says, the first quantum computer that came from D-Wave Systems in British Columbia was the first customer in aerospace Lockheed Martin in 2011. This is what they're doing with quantum mechanics. The second one was actually bought and used and connected to CERN. There we go. Now we're tying it all together with interdimensional interfaces. And guess who bankrolled this? The NSA's $2 million data center was all bankrolled through Goldman Sachs, which is the Rothschilds, which are the Luciferians. These things are so powerful, like I mentioned the other day, what it would take a regular computer to do in 10,000 years, they can do in one second. That's what they do. Now, then she goes on to say, but this is this Mesostophelian nature, that's, that's satanic nature, of D-Way's cubic chip that truly sets it apart from a mere supercomputer. And then she goes, Eric Labdisky, a co-founder and chief scientist of D-Wave, who built the 512 cubic quantum computer, equates it with the Manhattan Project, and listen to this, and magic. Here's his quote. Quantum computers are not made of simple transistors and logic plates like the CPU on your PC. They don't even function in ways that seem rational to a typical computing engineer. Almost magically, quantum computers take logarithmic problems and transform them into a flat computation whose answers seem to appear from an alternative dimension, quote-unquote. Guys, they can't be any more clear about what they're doing and how they're trying to tie us into this interface. Now, they're saying that what it takes, and it says the environment and these QWAVE, D-WAVE computers is 273 degrees below zero centigrade. This is nuts. This is absolute zero. Apparently, this interdimensional interface at that temperature is allowed to take place. And they're trying to completely turn us into this, this, this thing they want to do. Unlike the supercomputer, the D-Wave quantum computer is indeed artificial intelligence. It's binary classification and its ability to categorize and label vast amounts of complex data, images, etc., is quantum unsupervised feature learning. In other words, it can learn and continue to grow is one reason that they're basically doing it. So it's no surprise that NQTEL, the private invested arm of the CIA, which is satanic, is a major investor in D-Wave. Now, you say, why are they doing all this stuff? Well, because they're trying to control every one of us. Now, why doesn't the media talk about this? Because they're too busy telling you about which which uh, which person the president slept with and which whatever else is going on in the, in the, in the nanny, Nancy Pansy world because they don't want you to take a look at what's really happening and what they're doing. Theoretical physicist Stephen Hawking admitted on BBC that a type of system so advanced that it could redesign itself in an ever-increasing rate would eventually exponentially outpace human beings in the AI race. And then General Paul D. Selva said at the Brookings Institute, there's an ethical implication. There are implications that I call the Terminator conundrum, Selva said. What happens when that thing can inflict mortal harm and is empowered by artificial intelligence? How are we going to deal with that? How do we know with certainty what we're going to do or what it's going to do? Those are the problems, sets, that I think we're going to deal with in this technology sector because they're already making decisions on their own. Now, here's an article, another one. Here's another quote by John Pfeiffer. The Changing Universe. This is from 1956. Listen to what he says. This is like 60, 70 years ago. Each human being is an emitter of radio waves, a living broadcasting station of exceedingly low power. The stomach will not only send out infrared heat waves, but the entire spectrum of light, ultraviolet rays, X-rays, radio waves, and so on. Of course, all of these radiations are fantastically weak, and the radio waves are among the weakest. But our 50-foot aerial at the Naval Research Laboratory in Washington, D.C., 
the most accurately constructed aerial in existence, can pick up the radio signals coming from your stomach more than four miles away. This is the, they could read your stomach and the radio signals coming out of your body in 1956 from four miles away. Now, that's some crazy stuff. But, guys, this is what we're dealing with. Now, self, she goes on to say, now, self-aware artificial intelligence is composed of neural networks of quantum processors is communicating with situational awareness nanosensors unleashed by the trillions into the environment through chemtrails and operational art depending upon low-density, high-demand, and vulnerable air and space-based sensing and communication systems. Now, again, I want to, I want to emphasize, this book is extremely technical. When you, if you buy it, it's going to be a technical read. Now, what she goes on to say about all of this stuff is that, you know, we're basically hosed. That's <laughs> what, what she says. And that's why I started off with the blood of Christ, because that's not who we are. That's why they've got to just do everything they can to destroy Christianity. And then she goes on to saying, is Project Blue Beam coming to fruition? Which is, they can actually do all kinds of different holograms. She goes into detail with that, with different voices they can put in your head. And she goes, that's absolutely true. And that's, they're absolutely capable of doing that. She goes that now, now she covers fracking. And I'm going through this really, really fast because I want to bring Austin back on. Now she starts covering fracking and what's happened with the fracking. She goes, wind farms and hydraulic fracking wells are separated by exactly 300 miles like Gwen Towers, then calibrated together. Fracking wells provide grounding points. Now listen to this because the, 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 the minerals and the, the barium and the aluminum they pump into the earth. Fracking wells provide grounding points for wind farms while creating new fault lines for earthquake terraforming. Wind turbines and oil wells stems have the same resonance length of 1,282 feet. Each rotation of a wind turbine, give, wind turbine gives off a powerful static charge. In fact, every time the turbine's pulse at 2.595 hertz in a nanosecond pulse, the liquid mixture at the wellhead jumps 20 pounds and 20 pounds down. This is what they're doing. They're tying it together. Both wind farms and fracking wells stems have a part to play in the space fence infrastructure along with ionospheric heaters, NEXRADs, cell, and Gwen Towers. It is because of how they pulse together that nations like Scotland and states like Oklahoma no longer wish to have this done to them as far as fracking. However, they will probably be forced to do so according to her research. Now, here's one more thing and we're going to close this off right here because I'm, this book is starting to get really, 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 really technical. We're talking about antimatter. Now, this is what I was talking about earlier about the interfrequency dimensional lock when they do human sacrifice in which this information is exchanged. And this is what she's talking about with CERN. The study of matter of what is and isn't has obsessed Western science since the 18th century and has the determination to probe its origins. What we see as matter is the positive cycle of a wave pulsing into existence while in a hyperdimension in its negative state manifests as antimatter in a hyperdimensional state in the fourth dimension. I'm adding that. Quantum physics and harmonics mathematics may be preparing humanity for encounters beyond what occultists, Satanists, have for centuries termed the threshold or the veil. At CERN, they call this veil into the next dimension. Listen to this, the containment wall. They want to contain these creatures and these demons from this other existence through the containment wall. That's what they're doing at CERN, guys. They're trying to change everything. With terms like the Higgs boson and God particle, CERN claims to seek the glue binding all matter together. What it really seeks is the antimatter rooted beyond the threshold of earthly existence. It wishes to breach the containment wall. It's trying to open up portals, guys. She goes on to say, having deciphered antimatter's signature, 
and breach the threshold, CERN opens the way to impact everyone's antimatter tether. In other words, our link into the next dimension. For example, it is true that CERN has breached the wall and opened an aperture or a portal welcoming antimatter into our dimension. It seems obvious that if antimatter is the yin to the matter's yang, these are her words, antimatter entities now in 3D space will need to either produce a plasma body, being the fourth state of matter, matter, or they need to come in and occupy a body possibly already occupied, in other words, demonic possession. She's writing this, not me. Now, then she talks about the Shiva dance of destruction at the, at the, at the, at the CERN collider that happened on March the 9th, 2015. And then on Wednesday, August the 12th, 2015, there was a mirror event in New York City. A hologram of a Hindu goddess, Kali, was cast upon the Empire State Building. In August 2016, August the 11th, a seemingly satanic or basically Saturn-like ritual replete with female sacrifice in front of Shiva in the main square. And then on Wednesday, June the 1st, 2016, a mirror event in Switzerland in which they opened the tunnel and it was a full-blown druid worship ceremony including sacrifice and basically the rape of these people, you know, metaphorically in this sacrifice that they did. This is some crazy stuff, guys. These rituals are connected with the intent that CERN, this is her words, throw open the gates of the abyss, I'm saying hell, to animatter or the energetic field. Human beings straddles both matter and animatter were interdimensional. Thus it seems obvious these rituals are intended to open us up to the demonic side. I'm adding that, given that our thoughts and feelings tend towards one side or the other. Entities drawn to animatter are demonic. There she goes. Those are her words to human beings. So increased production and extraction of animatter will increase demonic activity on this planet. Her words, their presence. Guys, this is what CERN is. And if that doesn't just really just hack you off, that our tax dollars are going to this, I don't know what could do. CERN's D-Wave adiabatic quantum computer system controls the portals, the rate of opening, their size, and what comes through the portal. That's what it says in her book. It is true D-Waves appear to function interdimensionally. First came the D-Wave back in the smaller cubic, and now the D-Waves have... Then she goes on all these advanced D-Wave computers... She says, how many dimensions has the D-Way accessed so far with their quantum technology? Guys, this is what's going on right now in the world, and that's the book by Elena Friedland, Under an Eye and Eye Sky. This is why I started off with the blood of Christ, because unless you have been sanctified through the blood of the Lamb, the power of your testimony, this stuff is being done to you right now. That's one of the things I've talked to you guys about, for those of you who aren't, who aren't saved right now, but you believe in basically fallen angels, we call them aliens, and, and they're basically human abduction and human experimentation. What's interesting about this is, and I've told you this before on the show, I'm going to tell you again, if you call on the name of Yeshua and you're saved, if these things, whatever these entities are, take you, they've got to put you back where they found you. Why? They don't want Yeshua to show up. you got to understand that. We have power through the name of Jesus. We have power through the name of Yeshua. And they can't mess with us because we're covered by the blood. But does that mean we need to just do whatever we want to do act like a bunch of heathen? Absolutely not. We've got to do everything we can to bring honor and glory to God in all the things that we do. Because, guys, this war in the heavenlies has been going on for eons of time. We don't know how many other planets this AI, this Luciferian thing, this strange thing they've done have been destroyed because of this. We have no idea. All we know that is we're children of God if we accept Christ Jesus as our Lord and Savior. So guys, let's pray right now. If you haven't accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want you to pray with me. Father, right now, 
I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I ask you to forgive me. I realize that Christ is the Son of God, that He's your Son, and He came and He died for me for my sins. I repent from the way I've lived. I repent for the things that I've done. I accept Christ as my Lord and as my Savior. And amen. And if you've prayed that prayer with me, it's that simple. Everything, and I mean everything, changes almost immediately if you allow the Holy Spirit to come in you and continue to change. Now, also, I'm going to bring you back on because I know we got a few news stories we want to talk about. And guys, I know I've taken almost the entire show doing this. That's why I really enjoyed talking. That's why I enjoyed doing all of this on Hagman and Hagman because I had three hours to discuss it. But every day now, I'm going to do a little bit more of this stuff because I've been going for almost 50 minutes now. And I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I hope you've been edified and uplifted. I hope you've gotten saved from this because, guys, if you read the stuff that I read, and you aren't filled with the Holy Spirit, and you don't have the hope of a future from God Almighty Himself through His Son, it's a bleak planet to live on right now, guys, especially with all the stuff that's going on that we see all over the world. This is why we talk about this stuff all the time, because I'm going to always tell you guys the truth, Austin. Austin, what do you think? Did you learn anything from that, or is that just some stuff that we pretty much covered on the show? That was some great info, bud. I mean, that was some really good info. And I mean, I think breaking it down the way you did it and explaining it so articulately will really help a lot of people kind of understand it a little bit more. And, you know, guys, our listeners, everybody, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff and we touch base on it occasionally. But sometimes, you know, especially with as much research as Dad does, sometimes we really just have to dig into it all the way and give you guys basically the full breakdown of it like he just did so you can really understand exactly what What's going on? And when he does it like that, and you kind of see how at least you get the understanding of the basis of how this is happening, everything starts making a little bit more sense. And one thing that he said is that it's so important that I want you guys to take out of this. As he said, you know, once we accept Christ, the mark of the beast cannot be forced upon us. However, if you still choose to step away from God Almighty and you still choose to go down that path and you accept that mark, we still have the ability to make free will decisions. God cannot stop our decisions from going in a negative direction. He can't do so. So if you decide to go that path, it's your choice, but it is not the path that God wants for you and it is not his best in your life. The aspect of why I'm saying this is because there's certain things that are starting to come into fruition out the entire United States and the world for that matter that are starting to lead us into that direction. And the more and more that we accept these things and we slowly bring those things into our life and we slowly allow these things to penetrate our everyday activities that we do, the more and more and more susceptible we are to compromising on that day when we have to make that decision to not follow the beast, to follow God Almighty and basically allow him to protect us and allow him to redeem us for our sins instead of going towards the dark side, which would be the side of Satan. The reason for me saying that is because we're seeing more and more of a push to allow these things to penetrate our lives and to normalize them. Perfect example of now, and I talked about this briefly on the Hagman Show on Friday, but I want to address it while i got a couple minutes more. Amazon now wants to show you how much you can rely on the AI system Alexa to control every single aspect of your home. The company announced last Wednesday it is partnering with home builder Lennar to create the Amazon Experience Center homes that will be containing built-in, fully Alexa-controlled appliances in hopes of persuading homeowners and home buyers to embed 
Amazon services into every aspect of their life. Lennar is outfitting homes with TVs connected to Amazon's TV system, buttons that can reorder goods from Amazon with the click of a button, and Alexa-enabled products that allow customers to control everything from the refrigerator to their microwave to their TV to their shades to every single appliance or electronic in their house with just their voice. Apple has also taken a similar approach, and it has already teamed up with home builder Brookfield Residential to create model new homes with home kit-ready products to be completely controlled from your iPhone or iPad with Apple's Siri Assistant. Now, the reason why I brought all this up to tie it into it, guys, is because everything Dev's talking about now with the 5G, with the D-Way computers, with the frequency, this is all designed to disrupt the frequency that we have inside us. We already know that the 5G is incredibly dangerous, incredibly disruptive to our body, and just our natural frequency that we carry about us. Once these things start to come into place, they will fully and they will basically control the aspect of your everyday life. Because think about this. If they can broadcast the frequency that Tao was just talking about, and they can monitor what your basically body is doing from four miles away, do you not think that they have the technology now with the 5G and the frequency generators and these type of technologies to be able to make you do things, to make you think things, to persuade you in certain directions that you may not normally go? That, in my opinion, is one of the aspects why they're trying to do all this stuff with Google with Alexa, with Amazon, everything to bring it into your home. The the monitoring and spying, guys, they already got that down. That's old news. The CIA, the NSA, they do, they monitor everything you do, everything you watch, everything you say, your phones, everything. So you can do the best you can to prevent them from being able to hear stuff and monitor stuff, but that's old news now. The phones, the, the emails, that's old school. That's, that's five, ten years ago now. The new style is to put everything in your home so they can watch and monitor and facilitate everything you do and persuade you to go in the directions that they want you to go. So I just, I saw that article earlier last week, Dad, and I wanted to touch base on it again on our show because it's tying us in, guys, on the decisions that we make on these things to allow them to come into our home, allow them to stay in our home, and allowing them to be utilized in our everyday life are slowly bringing us closer and closer and closer to normalizing that entire AI mark of the beast system. But at least that's my opinion, Dad. Uh, I completely agree with you, Austin. Also, we're going to be giving out a coupon right now. I'll be playing the show on reruns. The coupon is active right now today because this is a live show. Uh, it's Mom5. Isn't that correct, Austin? Yes, that's our Mother's Day coupon that we basically uh, emailed everybody out over the weekend. We didn't get a chance to tell you guys on the show Friday, so we basically extended that uh, Mother's Day coupon out till today for you guys so you can go on the website. And, guys, this is a full 5% off everything. We didn't even restrict kits, three-packs, product of the week, anything. We wanted to do it. We love our moms. They're awesome. We try to take care of them the best we can. We got a lot of new products, a lot of specials, 5% off everything, including the new facial uh, eye rescue kit and the shampoo and conditioner. These are two really, really good formulas. We have a full kit on the front webpage. You can also buy them uh, directly, just by themselves. And uh, we've worked on stuff for years trying to find a completely organic, non-GMO, all-natural skin. 
skin serum and shampoo and conditioner, and we finally found it, and we started carrying it now after we've used it and personally tested it for about a year. But that Mom 5% off coupon is good on everything. Super simple, M-O-M and the number 5, no spaces. That gives you 5% off everything. So be sure to grab anything that you've been waiting to grab, any kits, any specials, any regular products. Grab them right now because the coupon ends basically tomorrow. So I wanted to make sure everybody got the opportunity to utilize that since we didn't get to bring it up on the show on Friday, Dan. So I'm glad you brought that up. Guys, I love you. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for letting us do shows like this one that basically you guys can actually say, wow, that's an interesting show. I hope you did anyhow. Uh, I love you guys. You know, thanks for getting your vitamins from us. Thanks for being here. Thanks for praying for us. Pray God that I had the opportunity and the privilege again to pray for you guys this morning. So I'm going to go and let you close it up, Austin. I'll do the write-up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely, man. I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. Uh, some really deep stuff, but really some informative stuff. And we try to tie this in into everyday life. That's why I talked to you guys about this new stuff with Alexa. I can't stand this stuff, guys. But the problem is it's being normalized into our lives on a daily basis. So stay awake. Stay frosty. Be aware of what's going on. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. We're here for all your supplement, nutrient, and health needs at healthmasters.com. If you need to call us, it's one 800 726-1834 and be sure to use the MOM5 coupon code if you want anything right now to get anything on sale for 5% off everything on the website including distillers. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for the support and the emails that you guys have been sending us in the comments. I love them. I love getting your feedback guys. So have a blessed, safe, awesome night and I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow as always.